0: Well, as we've often told you, the end-of-the-week podcast gives us a chance to spend an extended time with some of the voices of Elon Athletics. Last week, head men's golf coach Don Hill. And this afternoon, a guy that has played many roles within regards to Elon football, and that would be the Durham, North Carolina native Jalen Green. Thanks so much for spending a few moments.
1: I appreciate you. Thanks you for having me.
0: Um, there's a lot of interesting storylines to sort of jump into, but you and I were talking earlier a third-year grad student at the college level. It's an awfully impressive accomplishment no matter what, but how did you get to this point? Because a lot of folks that have been on campus for two years are just now starting to get into to their
1: undergraduate major work. Yeah, I was blessed to be put in a, a good position in high school um, where I was able to get those college courses. And when I came here, um, Elon took all of my credits. And I was a second semester sophomore, my first day on campus. Um, And I've just been, you know, going about my undergraduate studies. And luckily, I've been able to graduate with a good uh, GPA. And I've started my MBA courses here early September.
0: You played football at Southern Durham High School in Durham, but did not go to Southern Durham. You were telling me earlier about the unique experience at the high school level
1: that prepared you to be able to do something like this. Right. I played for uh, Southern Durham, but I actually went to school at uh, early college, J.D. Clement Early College, which is on North Carolina Central's campus, uh, where I was able to finish high school in two years. And then my junior and senior year of high school, I was able to begin on my uh, core curriculum for undergraduate studies. And they, like I said, transferred in to Elon and the continued the good path that I was already on.
0: I'm going to talk about the early enrollment here because I think most of our fans remember the fact that you were on campus for spring practice in 2017. But how much did the time of going through that junior and senior year and having an opportunity to take those core courses help you once you got to the college side?
1: Oh, it made the transition so much much smoother than it probably would be for a, a regular freshman coming in Um, because I already had the experience of college classes, and I'd already had the experience of coming onto a college campus. So when I got here early in the spring, it was uh, a chance for me to um, obviously get ahead in my uh, studies, but also to get that foot ahead in football, and um, get acclimated to the system, and acclimated to being a college athlete
0: visiting with Jalen Green on the end of the week podcast the voices of Elonda athletics as Elonda prepares for family weekend and an opportunity to jump back into conference play I mentioned the early enrollment all right let's take the academic side and lay it to the side how much does going through that spring practice before your freshman year help any college football player
1: oh that's a a big help and because that that spring you get to adjust um Coming in in the summer, things are moving fast because we're getting ready for the season. In the spring, things are kind of a little bit slower with spring ball. <laughs> 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 They're a little bit slower, but it gives you a chance to get the, the feel of being a Division One football player.
0: How much do people outside of the program that maybe folks don't know about, the academic support folks and the sports performance folks, how much do they help in terms of that adjustment and that acclimation phase?
1: Yeah, well, our academic staff is great. I have Casey Crenshaw as my uh, academic advisor, yep. and she's been great um, helping me uh, with my unique situation and making sure that I stay on the track that I came in on. And to this point, I've been on that track, and they've been great helping me um, with, with them yeah. or without them, I should say. It, it'd be a struggle. And they're great for all of our student-athletes, and all of our student-athletes are appreciative of them.
0: And then a guy like Nick DeMarco and the sports performance folks and sort of getting you ready to be able to compete at this level no matter what you may be doing.
1: Right, right. Coach DeMarco being our strength coach, um, again, just building our body and making sure that we can not only um, get to Saturday, but get to Saturday healthy and prepared. With enough energy and with enough, uh, with our bodies feeling good, they spend a lot of time on recovery and making sure that our bodies um, and taking care of us. Yeah. They, they do a lot of time taking care of us, and um, Coach Trish recognizes that we have hard practices. It's hot and. We don't want you to worry about the conditions, and I don't want you to save yourself because we're going to do that. Coach DeMarco and his staff does a great job of taking care of us and getting us to Saturday.
0: There's an awful lot of topics that you and I could kind of jump off of when it comes to sports performance, but you're one of the guys, and I saw it the other day with DRB after practice, (laughs) Avery Jones as well, that wears the catapult stuff during practice. You don't, but others do throughout the year. How much does stuff like that help? Because you're now able to know how fast you're running, how much ground you're covering, and then it helps off of the
1: recovery side. Most importantly, right? I always joke with Coach Demarco about that catapult. (laughs) (laughs) I say, Coach, he he always talks about top speed on the field. I say, Coach, I can, I want to be one of those guys to give you that top speed. Yeah, Yeah, but no, the catapult and um, um, we always do uh, daily wellness questionnaires. Mm And I think that's just a step of doing, they want to know how we're doing every day. Um, and they get on us, they say, we want you to fill out this questionnaire so that we can get feedback, so that we know what we're doing, how people, how guys are feeling, and we can adjust our schedule to how our team is feeling. If we're saying a lot of guys ha- had a tough practice and they're they're feeling bad and their, uh, the question that they ask us, they get the information from, they look at that, they realize it, and they've made steps to cut back if we need to, or, If they realize it's a tough practice, but we have a big game coming up, they're like, we understand it's a tough practice, but we're going to get you to Saturday.
0: You and I are going to talk about family here in just a moment, and I think it's important because you and I were talking earlier, your sister who plays basketball at ECU, she was the one that opened up the door to you finding out about Elon
1: University. Right. They first recruited her, and... (laughs) <laughs> when I came to Elon, it was on a basketball visit with my sister. We went around the campus, and we saw Alumni Gym. This was before Char. Um, and this was just my, my first introduction to Elon. She ended up going to Richmond, uh, which is a rival for us in the CAA. Yes, but they're in the uh, A-10 for basketball, so not, <laughs> not quite a rival. But, um, yeah, that was my first experience with Elon. And I didn't hear much or know much about them up until that point. And then here comes two years later when I'm getting recruited by them, and I'm like, wow, well, I've been here before. Yeah. So it kind of felt a, like a familiar, familiar place, and it's not too far from home at all. What appealed to you about Elon during the process? Elon has just been, I mean, the academics are without question. Um, everyone knows the, the, at, at Elon is going to be a great academic school. Um, and then I'm playing good football. Yeah. CAA football is the best FCS football in the nation. And so just having the opportunity to continue that, my academic path and play good football, as well as the beautiful campus doesn't hurt, and the proximity to home. Um, Elon just checked off all the boxes.
0: Visiting with Jalen Green on an end-of-the-week podcast. His family weekend rolls just around the corner. Elon returns back to Road Stadium on Saturday to face off against the JMU Dukes. You mentioned your family. You mentioned having an opportunity to play at home. Mom and Dad, we'll talk about your sister here in just a moment. How important have your folks been?
1: Oh, uh, my family is everything. You know, yeah. they're, they're at every game, home or away. <laughs> Um, And now My sister who is A a recent graduate We graduated at the same time Um, So now that she's graduated She's around And she gets to Come to my games as well This season So it's good It's always good to see them And they've always been A great, great support system for me Always with my Best intentions and always pushing me to be my best.
0: All right, I'm sure your sister's gonna find her way to this podcast at some point. Let's see. She played college basketball. You were recruited to play college football. I'm assuming backyards were interesting in terms of who got the better of
1: of whom. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, (laughs) Me and her, we would always compete. And the thing is, it wasn't just me and her. It'd be uh, me and my sister versus me and my mom and dad. I mean, versus my mom and dad. So we have a family, a family full of athletes, and the competition in the house gets serious, no matter what it is. Whether it's board games, backyard basketball, Wii sports. It gets it gets intense.
0: Now, wait a second.
1: You and your sister has a team. Did you ever lose? Oh, come on. I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> it got, well, you know, she's my older sister, so for a while, um, she would beat me. But as I got older, I beat her once, and she never played me again.
0: Okay, but then what about you and her as teammates working against mom and dad?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, we would give them the business every time. Give them the business yeah, every yeah. time. We tell them they're 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 athletes and <laughs> they were good good back in their day, but we're like the new school, you know.
0: <laughs> Visiting with Jalen Green, the end of the week, Elon Athletics podcast. All right, let's get back to the football field for here. Just a quick moment. Eleven games at the quarterback spot, including four starts last year. You've moved into the defensive backfield. What did you learn
1: about yourself during the move? I learned from, um, I'd, I'd say I'm still a leader on the team, yeah. but I learned how to go from being a spotlight leader as the quarterback to being a leader in the, as a role player in the defensive back. As a, as a quarterback, you are the, um, you're pretty much the captain. Everything goes through you. And I, as a defensive back, you are a piece of the puzzle. So I learned how to be that. Uh, be the captain and also be a piece. It, so it kind of, it definitely relates to life outside of football. Mm. Knowing your role, accepting your role, and embracing your role, and doing it to the best of your ability.
0: This is a group that's got new faces on it Trayvon Jones, Marcus Hillman, and then you turn around and look at the new faces offensively. But you're part of an interesting group that can go to the playoffs for a third straight year. Um, that comes in having won 14 games the last two years. The senior and the junior group—that's you and Davis, Greg Liggs, Matt Kovalevsky, Daniel Reed Bennett, Marcus Willoughby—names that everybody's gotten to know. Seems like an incredibly tight group.
1: Oh yeah, those are you know some of my best friends, and um, Daniel Reed Bennett and Marcus Willoughby, and those uh, those are guys that I came in with and. The, the group that we have, I think as a team, we're just, we're close. And that's something that also brought me to Elon was that, you know, a lot of teams you see guys are, you know, divided. You have their own cliques, yeah. but everyone is together on this team. We we mingle and we gel really well. And I wouldn't say there's not a guy on the team that I couldn't go up to and know that I could, hey, if I need anything, I could ask for him. And I think that we always break it down on family, and that's what I really think and believe that we are, as, or we're a family.
0: Jalen, I'm going to ask you about the two different coordinators here in just a moment because you've had an opportunity to work with both, but you mentioned one of your best friends is 98. Fourteen tackles against the Citadel earlier. There's days he is
1: just an absolute disruption up front in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. And (laughs) another Durham kid, uh, Marcus Willoughby. Riverside. Riverside, yeah. Um, We actually grew up playing football together when we were really young. Uh, We played football before. when we were about five or six. Okay. Um, So we've known each other our whole lives. And, yeah, he has been a beast this season. (laughs) And I'm excited to see what uh, the future holds for him.
0: You've had an opportunity to work with both coordinators, obviously Coach Fulmer when you got here and then Coach Crocker this year in the transition. Talk about how how they are similar, but also how they
1: may be different. Well, Coach Fulmer, I would say they both are – Um, they're both very particular. You know, they want – they they need things done in a way, in a certain way. Um, With Coach Crocker, you want to be – you want to do your job. Be a piece of the puzzle. You want to – don't try and do someone else's job. You want to do what is asked of you. And that's what I say I learned about myself is learning how to not do other people's job. Where at quarterback, with Coach Fulmer, you need to know everything that's going on on the field. Um. You, we, you need to know what the offensive line, what the receiver is doing, just playing quarterback, period. Um, both coordinators, I think they're um, they're doing a great job at uh, at leading this team to where we need to get to. And I think that if we continue to buy in and we continue to do what is asked and we continue to listen to the coaching and take the coaching, I think we could have a successful season.
0: It's family weekend this weekend, Elon and James Madison on Saturday at 2 p.m. But obviously they'll be homecoming later on in the year, the November game against William and Mary, I'm gonna kind of get you out of here on an after
1: college question. What would Jalen Green like to do after Elon? Well, I've graduated my undergraduate in marketing. Um, I'm starting my MBA now, and I'm hoping that the doors are open for me where I can continue a marketing career. Um, my dream job would be some type of brand manager. Yeah. Say for where we're Under Armour School would be a the chief marketing officer of Under Armour.
0: Okay.
1: Um, that would be a, that'd be a goal that I have set for myself right now. Um, but with Elon, there is global connections. There, there's no telling what the doors could open for me. And I'm just excited to see, once I graduate, what doors open for me. This has been an awful lot of fun. Thanks. I appreciate the time.